0: Welcome to today's episode of Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. So how do you keep up with inflation? This is a harder topic than normal, but let's cover it because I want to tackle this one to help provide you with some of my points of view. We're going to cover a few things today, like simple investing, a financial foundation, emergency funds, a high savings rate. Plus, this is just going to be a great episode all the way around. But the money talking points for today's episode are, what can I change to help combat inflation? And two, what is my savings rate? So let's get you on track to keep up with inflation before it's too late, but let's get right into today's episode. You know, we don't talk about money enough. It's a topic that gets ignored for some reason, even though it plays a role in everyone's day-to-day life. Well, this issue is what brought Money Talk with Skylar Fleming to reality. I know you're probably busy and don't have the time to research and learn about all things that go into personal finance, but that's where this podcast, Money Talk with Skylar Fleming comes into play. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming, and I'm here to do the research and learn all the extra stuff about personal finance for you. The goal is to simply get us talking about money. So let's get talking. So I think everybody knows that inflation, it's a huge bummer on our finances. It just bums everyone out. No one likes it. No one wants inflation. It's no fun. And it causes everything to go up in prices. I think most of you know that by now. Inflation has been a hot topic for the last 12 months. And most of us all know what it is and have experienced it now, where over the last 10 years or so, it hasn't been as prevalent of an issue. And it's typically caused by a supply and demand issue. There's too much demand and not enough supply. And that leads to things going up in price because people want what they want, but people can't make what people want. So then they can charge more for it to help produce the demand. But there's ways to combat inflation or to make it so that you don't feel the impact as much, which I want to talk about today. So let's get right into it. So let's talk about the impact of inflation. The impact can be huge on our bank accounts. You can start to see your spending go up while your savings isn't going up or your income isn't going up. And it can lead us to spend more than we're used to. So your grocery bill, very likely, if you compare this time last year versus this time this year, you're likely going to have spent more this month. Or when you look at an entire month spending year over year, you're going to have spent more this month because of inflation. If your raises at work aren't keeping up, then you're losing money over time, which sucks and is lame and isn't any fun because your income two years ago, if two years ago, your wage is the exact same as it is today, you're making less money overall in terms of spending power today than you were two years ago, even though your wage is the same. And if you aren't invested in a way to help you beat or keep up with inflation, then you're losing money. So let me give you the example of my grandma. My grandma has been noticing that her regular cash savings account rate has gone up and she's super excited about it. Unfortunately, I'm not sure that she understands that that doesn't really make a difference with inflation being so high. She's still losing money with her money in a regular savings account due to inflation. Because yes, her money market savings account has gone up from 0.1% to 0.5% or something simple and small like that while inflation has been at 678910 pushing up way high inflation rates if you know what I'm saying those inflation rates have been going up way faster and way higher than her inflation rate of her savings account rate that has, the inflation has been growing a lot more than her savings account rate and i don't think she completely understands that her higher savings account rate isn't necessarily a great thing because now she has less money to spend in terms of spending power because of inflation And that's one key thing to know. The inflation's rising, your spending power is getting less and less on the money you currently have. But how do you avoid this? How do you implement some tips and ways to combat inflation? How do you actually make this useful in your life? Let's talk about that next. All right, this is going to be a longer section, so buckle up and get ready for the ride. But how do you actually use and combat, how do you use the advice I'm going to give? How do you actually combat inflation? Well, the first thing I want to start with is simple investing with index funds. Always be buying. Keep your money working for you. Always be buying. That's one of my favorite sayings that's come out of the last few years is always be buying. Is the stock market going up? Buy. Is the stock market sitting still and not doing a whole lot, but you're making decent dividends? Buy. Is the stock market going down? Buy, is the stock market tanking and your portfolio's dropping in value? Buy, keep buying simple index funds and you're going to be fine. Because of the saying I heard legitimately like one hour ago on a podcast, stocks stink for one year and then they're great for 10. You're gonna be okay, just keep buying. The stock market always goes up over time. There's a great book that came out recently that I believe is titled, Why Does the Stock Market Go Up? that talks about a lot of great things and especially highlights how index funds can be super helpful when it comes to staying simple and staying invested and keeping your portfolio growing. The Simple Path to Wealth is also a great book recommendation that I'd recommend anybody to check out. It talks about the self-cleaning nature of index funds so you're guaranteed to never go to zero and how you're really guaranteed to only go up over time, especially the longer your time horizon gets, the more likely it is. And I believe there's even a point where you cross into the 99.9 and 100% likelihood of your portfolio going up, which is awesome. If I could guarantee you that your money will be increased in a certain amount of time, I think you'd take it. So always be buying and keep it simple. That's one way. Next is a financial foundation. Have a good plan in place. I've preached and preached and preached to have a financial plan in place. Write it down, sign it, put it away, make sure you know and have a regular time period to update it but keep going on your plan, stick to it. Make a plan while you're in good times so that in bad times you're not freaking out. And try sinking funds. My wife and I's car insurance went up as I'm sure everyone else's has lately. But because we have sinking funds in place to save more money regularly, we're able to pay for it every six months, which saves us on some silly installment fees that they charge people. And then we pay it every single six months and we're able to save money that way. And we're also able to put money away regularly so When that six months comes and our car insurance goes up, it is not a worry of ours on how we're going to be able to pay it. And I think that's great. I love sinking funds and budgeting is great too. Budget your money so that you know where it's going. Budget your money so that you're able to keep a handle on your expenses. And I guarantee once you start, even just start tracking your expenses, you're going to be able to combat inflation by keeping that high cost spending down. Next, I want to talk about emergency funds. What are you going to do if you lose your job right now? Think about it. I'm going to give five seconds for you to think about it. What are you going to do if you lose your job? With inflation and rough economies, those are usually tied to multiple unfortunate events like business drawing back, layoffs happening. And if you're in the unfortunate situation where you lose your job, what are you going to do if you don't have an emergency fund? And you need to make sure that you're prepared for the worst with the emergency fund. What if you crash your car and that leaves you with a broken leg and now you're not able to go to work because you work in a job where you have to use your feet and be on your feet? So now you're out for six weeks while your leg heals or something like that. What are you going to do? Sure, there is things like disability insurance, which I'm sure you should be willing, willing to look into depending on your job situation and things like that. There's always insurances to back us up and insurances are great and useful, but there's also a need for emergency funds because when things are down and things aren't going well, you may need to pull on that emergency fund to get you through a tough time. The last thing I want to talk about on how to use, implement this feedback section is a high savings rate. If you have a high savings rate, it makes it really easy to pull that back just slightly if you need to. Because if your savings rate is at 25, 30% and you're just dumping money away and always buying, then you're able to easily pull that 30% down to 20% because you have a couple months where things are pretty tight because cheese has gone up in price and gas has gone up in price. And you're able to adjust that for a month or two. And then when you get to your next regular meeting to adjust your financial plan, you can evaluate and look at that and go forward. And it's key to do these when you're in good times. So if you're sitting pretty well off right now and you're like, inflation, it's stunk, our wallets are feeling it, but we're not losing money every single month, we're still managing to save money, now is a great time to work on your financial plan. And if you're in maybe a rougher spot where you're trying to get out of debt, or trying to struggle through something and maybe your money is depleting and you're not saving as much as you'd like still a great time to write a plan maybe a time to involve a friend involve a trusted colleague who knows about money i'd be more than happy to help as a financial coach and sit down with you and help you evaluate what could potentially be useful for you as a plan going forward and how to start with that because if you're in like a rough spot with your money it can be really hard to develop a plan that's going to be effective for you because we can tend to panic when we're in more of a rough spot and want to make knee-jerk reactions. But if you have that high savings rate back to the point we were talking about, odds are that you won't be impacted by that much by inflation because you're gonna have so much invested that your investments are gonna be growing and growing and growing, and then when inflation comes, you're gonna be just fine. And you're gonna to learn to live within your means. And your means are always well below what you earn because of your high savings rate. So if, what, if your means cost more, they're still well below what you earn and you're gonna be just fine. So there's four things that can help you combat inflation. Simple investing, always be buying index funds. Two, a financial foundation. Three, emergency funds. Four, a high savings rate. So I want to talk about the money talking points next and answer those questions real quick, but let's get right into that. So the first money talking point is what can I change to help combat inflation? So if I was asking myself this, I would say invest more money at all times, increase my savings rate. Then then be aware that during good times of how much money you can save. Take those extra efforts that you're making right now to save those pennies and to save that extra little bit of money and do that when you're in good times and buy simple index funds. If you're really struggling financially right now, it might be just time to hit reset And really sit down, commit an hour or two to re-evaluating your financial life and be willing to put things on the chopping block. Because if you're really struggling because inflation has got you down because gas prices are so high and it costs you more to drive to work than you're making it work, maybe you need to evaluate a new job. Maybe you need to evaluate a workplace that's closer so that you can bike to work. And imagine if you can get a job Say you're making $15 an hour at your job that costs you more to drive to than you make, and you find a job close by that's $13 an hour, but now you don't have to pay any gas because you can bike or walk to work. Look at how much money you're saved, and I would even say you're making more now at the job paying you $13 an hour than you were at 15 because of the cost in vehicle maintenance and driving and gas and the cost of time in driving and the cost of stress in driving. So look at more than just pure numbers when it comes to your financial life, because you'd be shocked at how other things impact your money, like driving to work. The second money talking point is what is my savings rate? Honestly, I'm not currently sure for my wife and I. We have a general rough idea of it, and we're happy with where it's at and how much money we are not spending, but this is something that I'm even working on to calculate properly. You can make it simple and make sure that you set aside a specific amount from each paycheck. That is really great. If you have some sort of investing account with your workplace, a 401k, and you're putting aside 10%, then you know your savings rate is at least 10%. So base it on percentages. That makes it really easy to get your savings rate exact, but also allows your savings rate to adjust as you make more money or don't make as much money when it's based on percentages. So let's wrap up today's episode next. (laughs) in conclusion, keep investing simple, find your savings rate, and increase it. That is how you're going to combat inflation. Make sure that you set a financial foundation, and keep on it all the time, especially when times are good and it looks like you have a ton of money to spend on all those nice things you want. Set your plan in place, know where you're okay with spending money and where you don't want to spend money, and stick to it. Check back to episode 63 to learn how to combat impulse spending but thank you for everyone who's listening to this podcast. I appreciate every one of you. We're still going strong and I'm having a great time making this episode. Be sure to share or to reach out to me if you have any questions or you're in a situation that you want me to cover on the podcast. I would love to do that. My email as always is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Money Talk. The Money Talk Show is provided for informational and entertainment purposes and should not be used for personal or specific financial advice. Every situation is unique and different. Please make sure to do your own research for your personal financial situation.